Entrepreneur on Fire, 652. Failures, aha moments, I've made it moments, and the lightning round, seven days a week. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. Meetings are essential to the way we work. Thankfully, we have Citrix GoToMeeting, the powerfully simple way to meet online anywhere, anytime. Try GoToMeeting free for 30 days. Visit GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and use a promo code FIRE. Want to become a smarter snacker? NatureBox is always filled with wholesome ingredients and their products are nutritionist approved and sent right to your door. Visit naturebox.com slash fire and receive 50% off your first box. That's naturebox.com slash fire. What's shaking, Fire Nation? John Lee Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Anna Hoffman. Anna, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely. I'm ready, John. Honor runs a no-nonsense traffic generation cafe where she freely shares advice on getting more web traffic by all free means possible, like SEO traffic, social media traffic, and blog promotion, as well as converting that traffic into email subscribers and paying customers. Anna, I've given our listeners a little overview, and some of our Fire Nation faithful will remember you from way back at episode 76, so almost 600 episodes ago. But for those that don't remember that episode, give us a little overview about you personally and then about your business. Okay. Here we go. So, Anna Hoffman from Traffic Generation Cafe, um, you gave a great introduction to my blog which I really appreciate. And it's really pretty simple. You know, I blog about um, generating traffic with all means possible um, and mostly free means as well because I do understand that most uh, business owners start uh, a website, a blog, a business on a shoestring budget and um, nobody wants to spend, um, you know, nobody uh, really has uh, a big fat um, pocket to dive into uh, when starting something new like that. So, uh, you know, if... You have any traffic generation questions? I'm pretty much uh, it for for that topic. I at least I think so. You know, I'm you know, yeah. I'm gonna verify that, Anna. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, if I don't flatter myself, who else will flatter me, right? I will. Oh, well, there you go. Thank you, John. I knew there was a reason I liked you. Yes. So anyway, so, uh, you know, going back to Traffic Generation Cafe, I've been blogging for about three years now, and um, it's been really very successful. It's been an incredible journey. And one thing that people um, are surprised about me again and again, especially when they hear me speak, you know, no, not very noticeable in my posts, but, you know, once you hear me, you know, I am not a native English speaker. <laughs> and people come to my blog and complain all the time, well, my English is not that good. I don't know how to succeed, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, English is not my first language either. I'm from Russia. I was born and raised in Russia. I came to the United States uh, at the ripe age of 21. Wow. So, you know, I spoke English before I came here. Um, that was my um, major um, at a university in St. Petersburg. Um, I studied English as a second language. So, 
Well, granted, I have I had some background speaking English before, but you know, when you start a blog, whether you are a native speaker or not, it's level ground for all of us. You have to break in just like anybody else will. And of course, there are some challenges uh, or more challenges that bloggers face when they try to blog in English when it's not their um, native language. And I just wanted to give you some inspiration first. And I wanted to tell you why this is such an important thing to talk about. There are so many bloggers out there that you probably don't even know that they're not English native English speakers, yet they are successful and they've been doing it for years. And I'll give you some examples. For instance, Daniel Scocco from Daily Blog Tips yeah. is from Brazil. Francisco Rosales from Social Mouse is from Guatemala. And uh, one of my favorite uh, huge blogs uh, on web design is run and founded by Dianis Graveris. I don't know if I butchered his name, but he is from <laughs> Latvia. And Pip Laja from ConversionExcel.com is from Estonia. So just a lot of very good examples. Now I'm thinking about it. I'm looking back at my list. I'm thinking, wow, I don't have any girls here to yeah. add. I need to work on that. <laughs> well, of course, I'm from Russia. You know, there you go. And um, you might be surprised to find out that uh, some of the best tools, online marketing tools out there are made by people who are not based in the U.S. For instance, many of your listeners probably use SEO Quake on yes. a daily basis for their SEO, built in Russia, run by a Russian team in St. Petersburg, and uh, SEM Rush, um, same team, also from Russia. I mean, just great things can come out even when you're not U.S.-based. And one of the questions that I get a lot, so why do you blog in English, right? I mean, why not blog in Russian? Right. Why not blog in Spanish or whatever it is that your uh, first language is? And, um, you know, being uh, being from Russia, I understand the, uh, the answers to the question, but native English speakers might be a little bit puzz puzzled as to why we do what we do. And... Um, choose to take up the challenge of, you know, being criticized almost on a daily basis for our bad English at times. Uh, but really, the reason, the reason is very simple. Um, as I said, you know, blogging is a level ground for everyone. And um, a lot of times, it's very difficult to find audience in um, our country of origin. And for me, for instance, I've lived in the US for a number of years now. I've never blogged in Russian. I don't know how to blog in Russian. Because I've never, I, I didn't grow up with blogging as second nature. I've never done it in Russian before. I've never read Russian blogs. So if I were to sit down and start a Russian blog right now, I'd be completely lost, you know. So, of course, the, the markets, the English-speaking markets are so much broader. And most of us can relate. We have readers from all countries in the world. And John, you can probably attest, your listeners come from every corner around this world because English is the one thing that it's like the common ground for most of us. So um, wouldn't you say that a lot of your listeners come from different countries as well? 
on it. Every single day, Entrepreneur on Fire is downloaded in 145 countries around the world. And I have friends that actually do podcasts just in Spanish and just in French or whatever language that might be. And they're mentees of mine or they're in Podcasters Paradise. And we share these stats and, you know, they have, they do really well for download wise, but they're very specific to certain parts of the world. Like Spanish Uh is really just south of the border here and then over in Spain. It's not this 145 degree global spectrum that English does because the reality is Fire Nation right now is English is the major leagues right now. And that could totally change in five years, 10 years down the line. We don't know where we're going, but that's the reality right now. And and Anna, you wanted to play in the major leagues. You came, you spoke, you got here at 21, which is probably pretty great. So you could immediately start drinking vodka legally the day you got (laughs) into (laughs) Actually, a funny story for me. Yes, please. So when when I got to the country, uh, to the United States, um, the only form of ID I had was my passport. And in Europe, which, you know, in the United States, you guys are a little bit backwards because you put month before the date. Um, we're more than a little. Let's talk about well, miles and know, inches I'm, and I'm, Fahrenheit. I know, I know. Don't even get me started on that. I still don't know how big an inch is. But oh. anyway, so so my, my birthday is April 4th. Right, which is in Europe is four seven, but in the United States is seven four. So if I were to go to a bar before July fourth, I'd be turned down, and I was turned down because, according to American culture, I wasn't twenty one yet, right. which indeed I was. So I actually had that happen to me. So I had a big <laughs> explanation to do with some. Um, uh, bar people that wanted to kick me out. Uh. Anyway, but yes, yeah, so. You know, blogging in English, um, a lot of us are doing it, maybe not very successfully, and a lot of you listeners would like to do it, but don't know how to start. And, um, you know, I was thinking about it quite a bit, obviously, and um, there are a few pointers that I have to share with your listeners. Okay, so before we break into these pointers, Anna, I just want to kind of take a one step back and just kind of share this. So, Fire Nation, Anna is incredibly special. I really want you guys to go check out Traffic Generation Cafe when you get the chance because she's the real deal. And I'm proving that fact by showing you that she is only the 11th repeat guest that I've ever had on Entrepreneur on Fire, making her like in the one percentile. So you know that I only bring people back when they truly have something special to share. And that's Anna and that's today. And she, again, we're really focusing this conversation on how you can really get out there when English isn't your first language necessarily. She's about to give us some pointers right now. And I want to make a clear point, Fire Nation, this is going to be beneficial for everybody listening because all these tips, tools, and tactics that Anna is going to be sharing, whether English is your first language or your fourth language, is going to be powerful. So Anna, take it away. Okay. Thank you, John, for yet another great introduction. But um <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of blushing a little bit. But anyway, as you said, you know, these pointers are so important for any blogger, whether English is your first or second or third language, it doesn't matter because when anyone comes to your blog, they don't judge you by your name, by your country of origin just yet. 
they judge your content. And that's what's the most important thing out there. So whether you're English speaker or not, this is really very important. And a few pointers that I have, some of them might be controversial. I'll, I'll start with some simple things sure. like your content. So I come to your blog. Um, the first thing I do is I check out, you know, the layout, the colors, blah, blah, blah. That's sort of the instinctive uh, attraction that I may or may not develop towards any blog that I visit. But let's see what pass that test since that's not the topic of our conversation. Your content would be the next thing that I would judge you by. And the pointers that I have here for anyone is, first of all, um, your language does not have to be perfect. It's, it's great when it is, but let me tell you, a lot of native English speakers, their English sucks. I mean, you go <laughs> read a blog post and you're like, dude, what are you thinking? Nobody talks like this. But anyway, um, um, so, you know, keep your content very simple, very, e- very well formatted, because this is what I see a lot of times from non-native speakers for for some reason you know we're used to writing it the right way right we went to schools universities and we were taught to write these long-winded sentences which we're trying to recreate in english and it just sucks because nobody is going to read it keep it simple formatting you know if you write one sentence paragraphs that's your gold spot. Don't be afraid. Um, if it looks too simplistic, it's supposed to be because people don't read anymore. They skim. And now skimming is really the new reading. So you want to present your content in such a way that um, lends itself to people just receiving it very simply. Plus, when you keep it simple, your English grammar, mistakes, anything else that you could make in your content will become much less visible. And so simplicity is really your best friend. Now, if, and this again, this goes for anyone, you don't have to use words to convey your message. There are plenty of other ways to do it, like do it through images, very impactful images with um, text attached to them. They were great uh, as visuals. They're much more shareable on social media. And they can actually bring a lot more traffic than just a text post. Um, things like sli- SlideShare. I don't know if you've ever used SlideShare, John, but it's such an incredible tool for all kinds of things. You know, you can take a blog post, you can turn it into a SlideShare presentation, let's say 10, 15 slides, and you can get so much more traffic if you keep it visual and simple uh, with as little text as possible, which works great for non-native English speakers. And honor to break in here for a second to just kind of exemplify how much in agreement I am with you specifically about SlideShare. So here at Entrepreneur on Fire, we just hired our third VA. So this is going to be a little bit more for the benefit of the podcast podcasters that are listening right now, because this is what I'm doing on is that I've told my VA that his task is to become a screen share ninja where he really just gets uh-huh. it. He just engrosses it. And he's going to take our episodes on Entrepreneur on Fire, have the audio playing in the background, and then he's going to have different slides that are going throughout it so people can be really engaged in almost a slideshow type format. And it can just be another way to engage your, your listeners that might be on a desktop or on somewhere else that aren't just on a run listening to you through their earbuds. So it works for podcasters. It works for bloggers. So Anna, I'm with you 100%, girlfriend. 
Absolutely. And, you know, I started with SlideShare um, last year. I, you know, I just wanted to test it out as a traffic source. And um, in less than 10, um, about nine months of using SlideShare last year, I got over 600,000 views on my SlideShare presentations. And that's incredible. I could never drive that much traffic just to my blog because SlideShare is driving the traffic for me. It's one of the premier top websites where people come to explore SlideShare content. So, you know, they're doing the work for me. So why not use it to your advantage? Again, both for non-English speaker, native speakers and English speakers as well. SlideShare images, just use all of that to your advantage to get away from text posts that people actually really read less and less these days. And Anna, we talk a lot about leveraging other audiences here at Entrepreneur on Fire. And for podcasters, that's going to be iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud. Leverage those audiences that exist. Just like you're talking about with SlideShare, there's an audience that exists there. Now you can leverage it. People that would never get to your blog will get to your SlideShare and then find their way to your blog because of your content. And Anna, we're going to keep rolling on this great content as soon as we thank our sponsors. I was chatting with a good friend of mine the other day about nutrition. He was convinced that in order to be in great shape, you had to focus most of your intention on your workout routine. I disagree with him, stating that I believe that 80% of staying in fit has to do with the types of foods you're putting into your body. To give an example, I brought up some of my old snacking habits, which included snacks with high fructose corn syrup and trans fats. Well, with the help of NatureBox, I've completely changed the way that I snack without forfeiting convenience or taste. NatureBox offers a variety of delicious snacks like the cranberry almond bites and the whole wheat figgy bars delivered for free straight to your door. Plus, they have strict quality standards, which means no high fructose corn syrup, no partially hydrogenated oils, no trans fats, no artificial sweeteners, no artificial flavors, no artificial colors. Visit naturebox.com slash fire to receive 50% off your first box, Fire Nation. That's naturebox.com slash fire. There are a lot of projects and tasks that I manage that require coming together with team members to share ideas and problem solve. Meetings are essential to the way we work, but when you run an online business, chances are the people who you want to meet with are in different locations. That's why we use Citrix GoToMeeting, the powerfully simple way to meet online. GoToMeeting is great for a number of reasons, including ease of use. You can sign up from your computer or mobile device and launch your first meeting in seconds. Then, no matter where you are, you'll be instantly connected to your team. It even allows you to share your screen to collaborate on projects in real time while seeing each other face-to-face in HD video. Start your free 30-day trial of GoToMeeting today. Visit GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and use promo code FIRE. That's GoToMeeting.com, promo code FIRE. All right, Anna, let's get back in the flow. I'd love for you to share with our listeners, like, is there a tool or a resource that you use to become knowledgeable about SlideShare or did you just do on-the-job training? Pretty much. You know, when I first started doing SlideShare, there was very little information available as to how to actually generate traffic. So I did a lot of trial and error. It took about 30 days to learn everything I could about SlideShare. And then um, I, I think one of the best, you know, humbly, one of the best resources on SlideShare is a post at Traffic Generation Cafe. You can find it under uh, slash SlideShare-Traffic. 
I believe. Um, I pretty much wrote about all the not-so-secret secrets, and some are very secret secrets, um, as to how you your presentation can get on SlideShare homepage, for instance, and drive gazillion views to um, any presentation that you post, and sub- uh, subsequently to your blog, your website, your podcast, whatever it is that you're into. And so if you check out that blog post, uh, you'll be able to learn a lot about SlideShare and driving traffic through that. Cool. I just pulled it up. So we will have that in the show notes. And I just love that picture of the cows behind. <laughs> just a little teaser for Fire Nation. I know. And that's another thing. You know, I I am not a graphic designer whatsoever, but the more you do it, the better you get at it. You kind of get a sense of, you know, what people like, what they don't like. And um, so when you start creating your images, your SlideShare presentations, whatever visuals, infographics, whatever it is that you want to create to go with your content, you'll just get better and better over time. That's just simply the way it works. You know, there's no shortcut. You can read a post like mine, but in the end, you'll just have to explore it for yourself and see what works and what doesn't work for you. So as you're thinking right now, Anna, I just want to kind of break it down for Fire Nation. I mean, some points that she's made that are so incredible. Skimming is the new reading, Fire Nation. So think about the reality of where we're at right now. Simplicity is your best friend. And I mean, Ernest Hemingway, way back in the day, was like short words, action words, powerful words, you know, these long flowing, these, this is not what we're looking for anymore, more now than ever. So these are some things to keep in mind as Anna just continues to break down how you can just crush your content, crush your blog. Again, whether English is your first, second, or third language, Anna, back to you, girl. Absolutely. Um, and now one of my favorite bloggers, Seth, uh, Seth Gordon, yeah. he is incredible at getting to the point. And that's why he's so popular because I can read and get incredible insights from his blog posts in, say, under a minute. You know, and that's that's really a talent of writing so concisely and precisely and just hooking your audience with with simplicity of your content. And I love uh, one of the quotes of his favorite quotes that I absolutely love. He said, I made a decision to write for my readers, not to try to find more readers for my writing. So his simplicity is kind of the cornerstone of his content and of course the greatness of it too but that's why you know he attracts new readership naturally by how he writes so when you are a blogger and again whether english is your first or second or whatever language it doesn't matter just find that it factor that your content can offer to your readers and you will hook them you know, it might take a while, but you can do it. So um, some other pointers that I have uh, specifically for um, non-English speak um, or, you know, English as a second language. That's so hard to say. My mouth is just, you know, turning into blah saying it so many times. Anyway, so <laughs> um, let's see. Um, proofreading. And this is important for everyone because People are in a rush. Um, you bloggers, you know it. You're guilty. I'm guilty. We publish blog posts before we proofread them. It's so important. And there are tools out there that I can actually help you to proofread your content. Not great, but they will help you. Um, like I've used before a free tool um, that's called paperrader.com. Very simple to use, very effective. 
it will show you um, the kind of the weak spots in your content. Also, use a dictionary or thesaurus. All the time, I go to Google and I Google a word that I don't know how to spell. I Google impression, uh, expressions that I don't really know how, you know, what how they go correctly. So don't be afraid to use those tools. And um, and you know what? The best advice that I can give you on the topic. If you are in doubt, if you have no idea if it's right or wrong, just make fun of yourself. It works every <laughs> single time, you know. If, if you know if it's your language uh, problem, if um, you state a fact that turns out to be wrong, you know things happen. Crap happens when you write. Um, but just make fun of yourself and be light about it and correct your mistakes and move on. Be gracious to people who offer their help, which they will on a daily basis. You probably know that oh, you misspelled that word. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I mean, it happens all the Everybody's time. Everybody's an editor. I know, I know, especially when it comes down to somebody else's content, right? <laughs> um, so for some reason, we're not as gracious to accept that critique from other people. Go figure. But right. just be gracious about it. You know, mistakes will happen. People will point them out to you. Make fun of yourself. Correct them. Move on. Uh, it's that simple, really. Another thing that I wanted to quickly mention, and again, this is one of those, a bit of a controversial topics um, and I don't hear other people talking about it too much but I think it's really very important so my real name is not Anna I've been going by Anna the entire my entire blogging career but my full name is Aksana so that's my Russian given name and when I was first thinking of starting a blog my husband said I don't think it's a very good idea for you to use your full name because it's it's hard to pronounce for most people. It um, creates a certain bias. And this is where, you know, the, this is where I'm not certain where I should have talked about it. Right. But I think it's it's a good conversation just to have right now. And I think it's going to be valuable. So let's just keep fleshing it out. Okay. So, so here's an example. So I have a contractor that redid my kitchen re- recently. His name is Tracy. Great name, nothing wrong with it. But he chooses to go by Ansari because that's his nickname. So his business card says Ansari on it. And I bet you a lot of people don't hire him or don't even give him a call just because of his name. What if he doesn't speak very good English? What if he is from a strange country that I'm not sure I'm comfortable with? I'm not saying we should change our identities, but I am saying that if we can make it simple for our readers, we should. And boy, my husband was right. I shortened my name from Oksana to Anna, A-N-A, which is the last three letters of my name. And it made blogging incredibly easier. And they're just breaking through this, you know, into the circles of social media. Um, blogging is, it just became a lot easier. Again, I'm not saying you change your identity, but make it easy for your readers to remember yourself, you. So if you have the chance to kind of go by a pen name, a nickname, I think you should definitely take it. What do you think about that, John? It's a very interesting one. It really is an interesting one. But what I think Fire Nation needs to understand and really just come to grips with is that perception is reality. And we live in a world of reality. So if your 
first, if your listener or your reader's first perception of you is their reality, meaning, oh, okay, this is Oksana Hoffman, like, I'm sure she's going to have fun trying to improve her English like on this blog, but I mean, I'm looking for mm-hmm. some expert stuff. Let me move on to somebody who really knows how I can apply exactly. this current content to my current life. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, looking to, I'm looking to exceed here. I'm looking to excel. So Fire Nation, you, you want to pick and choose your battles. You want to fight the good fight, of course. And if you feel strongly in something, always go forward in that. But you want to be living in a world of reality and perception is reality. And this is Anna's reality at this point and is working for her. So Anna, in the last five minutes that we have here, let's just kind of break it down. I mean, you've done a great job going through um, exactly some positives that you can bring to your blog, to your business, even if English isn't your first lesson. So knowing we just have a couple minutes left, you know, what is some kind of parting message you'd like to leave with our listeners today? Failure is an option. It is an option. That's one of the things that um, I kind of learned in my blogging career. Um, You will fail and it's okay. You pick yourself up. You move on. So if you're currently blogging and uh, something is not quite working, you're not getting the readership, you're getting um, a, a few negative comments here and there that are, you know, kind of bringing you down, uh, you know, scratch that and start all over. Um, give your bl- blog a makeover. See what's wrong with your content and how you can improve it. Ask other people for advice. But just remember that failing Failure is an option and it will happen. And I just want to encourage you, you know, especially if you're listening uh, to this uh, podcast and you're thinking, my English just sucks, but I really (laughs) want this so badly. You know, there's no stopping you if you feel that way. You know, if you want it that badly, you will get to it. You know, don't just be content with what you have right now, but just keep working, you know, keep reaching for the stars. You never know. One day you might reach them, actually. (laughs) Well, I love saying, Anna, you know, shoot for the moon, because even if you miss, you still land amongst the stars. Oh, there you go. I love it, John. <laughs> I love that. So, on, I mean, like, even if somebody's listening right now and they're like, yeah, my English does suck. I mean, one thing that I think people need to realize as well, and I'm seeing this with my virtual assistants. I have one VA from Pakistan, two from the Philippines. Their written English is actually incredible because they grew up writing proper English. Well, here in the States, I mean, we have a lot of issues with education and, and, you know, we can just rely on the spoken word so we don't really sit down to really master the written word. So that can almost give somebody who's who learned English as a second or third language uh, like a heads up and, and, a, and a little benefit or boost in the blogging department. That is such a good point, John, and you're so right. I have a seven-year-old daughter, and I have to teach her. I mean, she grew up. She was born here in the United States, right. and she, she grew up here, obviously. But I have to teach her English because she doesn't – it's <laughs> not like you're born with that knowledge. So we all have a lot of room to improve. So, And you're right. A lot of non-English um, speakers actually have an edge over English speakers because they're Written ang- English can be much better than um, the native speakers. So, very good point, John. 
So Anna, as we kind of wrap up here, I want to go through a few points that you made that I took down as notes. And then how about you just kind of fill in um, some points that you made as well that I might have missed or just a couple more that you want to make as we close up. And of course, let people Mm -hmm. know how they can find more about you. And I do just kind of want to make the point too, Fire Nation. I mean, you know, Anna talked about how it's very obvious when you hear her that you can tell that, you know, English is not her first language, but she talks about not being afraid and about going forward and trying things. And now this is on a second time on Entrepreneur on Fire. She is showing you that in person that she is not afraid to get on and to use her voice, even though she doesn't have fluent. I mean, she's very fluent in English, although it's not, it's obvious it's not her first language. And that's the kind of just fearlessness that you need to employ in your business day in and day out. And so some things that I took down that I thought were really powerful, Anna, skimming is the new reading. I mean, that's huge for people to really understand. And just, again, that's a reality. You need to live in the world of reality. Simplicity is your best friends. Failure is not an option. And what was that tool again? It was Paper Raider. Is that R-A-I-D-E-R.com? R-A-T-E-R. Okay, Paper paper Raider. Raider. Okay. Yes, like rate paper. Got it. Paperrater.com is a good tool that we'll have in the show notes page. So, Anna, wrap it up for us, girl. And again, you know, just keep it light. Keep it simple. Don't be afraid to make fun of yourself because, you know, other people will. You might as well beat them to it. (laughs) And uh, reach for the stars. And as John said, you know, if you shoot for the moon, you will land among the stars even if you miss it. I love that quote. Thank you, John. (laughs) Well, Anna, you can use it in any upcoming post. I don't even ask for an attribute. And Fire Nation, you have been treated to yet another Anna Hoffman experience. Anna, thank you so much for your expertise, your experience, your time. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. I do appreciate it, John. Have a good one. Fire Nation, is it time to take your business to the next level? Podcasting is the answer and it's so simple. Even a main man can do it. Join me for our free live podcast workshop every week. Just visit podcastersparadise.com to grab your spot today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 